123 of the Game Train Podcast. I'm Callan Davidson. Joining me today is Carl the Lyrical Smith. Hello, Carl. Hello. Or should I say Callan and Carl go to the movies? Callan and Carl go to the movies. Great that, name. That's ne- right. That's right, folks, because we're not actually reviewing a game today. We're actually reviewing a movie. A little movie called The Super Mario Brothers came out. Not to be confused with The Super Mario Brothers that came out 30 years ago, but... Um, Yes, so that's right. Confused. So yeah, exactly. So we'll be doing a review on that today. Uh, we'll be also talking about the Tetris movie as well. So you get double the fun of movies. That's right, two for the price of one. Oh, for the wow. steep, steep price of one. That's right. That's right. And also, uh, we'll be talking uh, some other things like some Minecraft Legends. Uh, Carl's sack boy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, things like that, some lame love and hype, but before all that, uh, let's go into the news. Alright, so the news this week, oh, I know, this, this first one I know Carl's excited about, uh, it's been announced that in AFL 23, which comes out very soon, I think oh, next week. Oh, you've got week, me already. Uh, there'll be a pro team mode in it. Yay. Sorry, were you waiting for my... Do you know what that is? Pro team? It's like ultimate team from FIFA, where you spend real money to buy card packs and then you get players to make your ultimate team. That's right. I don't know why they're putting this in the game, No one's going to do that. No one's going to do that. It's gambling. Yeah, but in AFL, like, it's already... Doesn't it need yeah. to be a good game first for people to even begin to think yeah. about spending money as it, well? It, it, exactly. And, of course, it's we know AFL, compared to the rest of the world, has a very small market share as well. Like, it, it makes no sense that they're adding this to the game, honestly. They're just trying to get extra dollars, and it's really it really screams cash grab to me. Yeah, I mean, they always scream cash grab, but doing it in something with as little a following as this community has, which is no disrespect to the community. It's just It's a small... You know, respected community, and that small community gets excited every time a new game comes out. But to add this into it is like a big F you to that loyal fan base that they, the one they already have. I I wouldn't even put Ultimate Team into a cricket game, even though cricket's got billions of fans. Yeah, exactly. It just seems weird. Like, like it sucks already, but in FIFA, I get it. It's like, you know, you get 1%, that's still so much. Yeah. You know, in this, it's like, why? It's a... Yeah, it's yucky. It's so yucky. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, what else? PlayStation has acquired Firewalk Studios, and they're working on a first-person shooter game. Oh, nice. Firewalk. Do I know them from something? I don't know. I think they're just a small studio. Um, like an up-and-coming? I think so, yeah. But yeah, again, Sony's gotten away with acquiring another studio very quietly with no fanfare. or leaks. Hmm. Is this the leak? <laughs> no, no, no. It's official, Dad. They, oh, it's uh, official so, now. So, okay. Sony's officially said it. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of an interesting one, isn't it? That they just went and randomly got another studio. Like, hey. Yeah, I mean, I I'm surprised Sony or Microsoft can be acquiring anything in the middle of everything. You know, until they finalize their Blizzard deal. Ah, uh, yeah, that's supposed to happen in the next three weeks or something. Hasn't it been supposed to happen in the last three weeks, last three weeks, last three weeks, yes. last... Like, it's... Correct, correct. 
I just don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, kind of given uh, up following I think following you it. have to come up slightly as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. In my fame yeah. and fortune. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, what else we got? Uh, there's a Street Fighter 6 demo out now on PlayStation. And next week, it's also coming to Xbox, a demo as well. So jump in there if you want to try out some Street Fighter 6 before its June release date. Ooh, nice. Is it timed or just like a one level and two uh, characters or something? It's one level, two characters. But then you can also create your character for the world tour mode. And I think you can transfer that character across to the main game. I am in. There I go. So, That's yeah, me. Yeah, you can make all up your character and that and all yep, that sort yep. of stuff. And I think you can do a couple of fights in the world tour mode. Okay, okay. That's, which is like fun. Street Fighter, how you walk around the street and fight people. Oof, okay, okay, okay. The Yakuza mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I think there's a couple of fights in that from the description I was reading. And then you can transfer your guy across to main game. Wow, okay, okay. Mm. That's fun. Main game's mm-hmm. not too far away either, hey. Yeah, June. We've, uh, you know, we've got a massive few weeks coming up here. We've got... My uh, goodness. We've got Star Wars, Zelda, uh, Diablo, Street Fighter, two-week break, Final Fantasy sixteen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but wow. what's crazy, though, is that there isn't enough... There's not much announced on the other side. Of, like, I know we're getting sidetracked here, but there's not a lot... Announced on the other side of Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. We've got Starfield. Yep, Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm guessing in June that when everyone has their showcases, okay, the rest of the year will get padded out, but it's still kind of a bit strange that... And if Starfield had come out originally when it was supposed to, we would only have Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, true. Wow. My goodness. Oh, and the excellent indie game coming up called Stray Gods, August 23, which we'll be mentioning a little bit more of later. Oh, okay. That's very good. Fair enough. Um, Okay, in other news, uh, Cold Lamb is getting some DLC and it's free. Free, man. These guys keep winning. Uh, Okay, so post-game story, revamped bosses and enemies, remixed dungeons, new challenges, and a photo mode. Incredible. A photo mode. <laughs> yeah, Why? I, know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's such a dig at people like me. Yeah. But how good is that for free DLC? Like insane. That's, that's substantial that's twenty dollar DLC normally, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like ten minimum, a nine ninety five little bonus, but like a a twenty dollar would I wouldn't turn it, my nose up it, at it's that. It's strange to see an indie do that though. It's like you're an indie, like you guys are small. How are you able to do this? I know, right? Killing it. These, like, these... people would have bought it regardless. Yeah. I feel like they've actually messed up here and they're actually losing a lot of money, like potential money. I think they're just winning so much love, though. Like, this is another Aussie indie developer. They're just killing it. How does, how does Aussies now have um, a Golf Story, Hollow Knight, and Call of the Lamb on our list? Excuse me, you need one more. Isn't Untitled Goose Game also Aussie? And Untitled Goose Game. And like, like Game th- of the Year. Wor- like it's not even just another game. Well, these are all Indies of the Years. Yeah, they're huge. And like, I don't know where these like, Aussies came from. There's just these Aussies just hanging out there like, we're going to make Indie Game of the Year over and over and over again. My goodness. And like, it started back with... And we've um, still got, um, of course, the goat coming, Silk Song. <laughs> it's, I don't know where that is. Silk Song? Yeah, yeah. where that is. I don't... Hello? 
Hi. Isn't um, that the name of every newly announced indie yeah, game? Yeah, every newly announced or disappointed fan. About, about, a Silk Song? Silk oh, song? not Silk Song? Oh, this isn't good as Silk Should Song. Should we call the next every episode Silk Song with a question mark until it comes out and then call that episode Silk Song with an exclamation mark? I reckon we call Indie Centric. Indie Centric, would it be six or seven this year? I can't remember. Ooh, we have it's to a big number. Yeah. I think it might be seven. Could be. Indie Centric seven dash Silk Song question mark. Yeah. No, we can't do that to Indie Centric. It's a bit mean. Well, that's the point, right? It has been a bit mean. Yeah, I know. I know. Silk Song question mark. Silk, um, Silk Song? Uh, also, uh, in news, uh, Diablo 4, they had a live stream the other day of the developers. Again, went about 90 minutes. Just going into some end game details. Again, like broadening, like giving a broader answers rather than a five minute video. Like uh, deeper dive. Deeper dive is the better word. Mm -hmm. uh, just yes. going over different things like the Paragon system. They, they went through all the changes they implemented since the open beta. Um, and showed things off like the new font they're going to be using and things like that. Um, and then um, also announced another beta weekend. They're calling it the Server Slam. Uh, it is on the 12th to the 14th of May. Uh, this time it's only to level 20. Um, but all the changes from the beta, open beta, have been implemented this time. This is the closest to release build that we're going to get before release, um, including the because um, they've toned down how many legendaries drop and all that. So it's going to be okay. just like playing because they they had it all tuned up for the open beta. So this will so, feel more like the game. Yeah, yeah. So oh, all that loot that was just raining from the sky and you got full legendaries ain't going to be happening. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was turned up a lot, they said. This will like, be really interesting to yeah. really know how it feels. Mm -hmm. So you'll know how the power curve goes. And then uh, there's a new item you can get, which is like a horse trophy for beating the world boss at level 20. Okay. Yeah. That could be exciting. Let's see. Oh, and it's uh, the 12th to 14th, did you say? Yeah, 12th to 14th of May. Of May. Of nice. May. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. No, no big releases around there, am I right? Yeah, nothing to do, actually. Quite a yeah. quiet... Yeah. Actually, uh, got... um, still on Apple TV+, Plus. Michael J. Fox's new doco is coming out that day as well. That's oh, why. wow. Yeah, okay. it looks really good. Nothing uh, else, you, though. Have you got any uh, other news? Uh, nothing big. Well, Suicide Squad uh, oh. officially has a date. Now they got moved back to, uh, to 2024 now. I, I think oh. it's February 24. I... It's so weird because it's so far away now and it's just prolonging it for no reason because it's still not far enough. It's not going to be good anyway. It's just like, re just, just release it. the thing. Just take the yeah. band-aid off. Cop, cop the L and move Start on. Start again. Yeah. Or, or, or do a Metroid 4. You know, just scrap it. We'll be like, you'll have, I don't know, eight disappointed fans. But most people will be like, yeah, okay, we get it. You need another two years in the oven minimum to even fix that thing or like a, another four like start again like it's you got to take out all the the oh, the the micro transactions and all that kind of yucky stuff and then you got to take out all the shoot the purple thing and you can't they're just going to take away the purple things but it'll still be shooting the same stuff mm -hmm. you know and they'll just make it invisible i don't know what, what they're gonna do it seems now it's annoying because it seems too far to wait for how bad it looks like it's going to be, and nowhere near far enough to fix anything. Yeah. Uh, anyway, also, skateboarding is coming to Riders Republic on uh, with Season 8 
and I'm very curious. I don't have the highest hopes. Is this also May 12th? Oh, <laughs> probably. Or is it like June 2nd? I don't know. I can't find a date. It just says on the 8th season mm. um, on the announcement. They announced it on their Twitter page. Available from season 8 onwards. Okay. So uh, I'm not sure when the actual date is, but I bet you. I bet you it is. <sighs> I bet yeah. you it's May 12th, just for a laugh. Oh, just for a laugh. And, uh, a laugh. Anything else newsworthy? No, that's everything, I think. Okay, uh, and that's the news. All right, on to the games we've been playing, the expos we've been attending, and the movies we've been watching. <laughs> and the books we've been reading, and the parks we've been having picnics in, and the cars we've been driving. But it's true, because we've got... First off, we're going to talk about the Game Expo real quick. I was supposed to talk yeah, about this last, w- Tell last me about time. It. Completely forgot. So... Uh, the other week there was a new expo launched uh, in Melbourne called the Game Expo. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay, it, no subtitle, yeah. just that's it. N- no, the Game Expo. It's like Creative. how we was a podcast. The podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. So okay. these guys were the Game Expo. Amazing. Yeah, I know, right? Just claim that. Um, uh, local Melbourne-based uh, expo. Um, look, I probably the biggest thing going in. I think they marketed it wrong. Uh, okay. they, they, made, they marketed it like looking like a lot bigger than what it was going to be. Oh. Now, I, I, I went there going, oh, you know, because I'm just down the road from it, but I know other people did fly in interstate and stuff. We're a bit disappointed, I guess, with the size, etc. But then you look at it and you go, okay, you might have messed up the marketing. It's cool, but um, it's the first year of an expo at the same time. They couldn't, you know they wouldn't have been able to go all out. It, it, there's a lot of potential there for growth. It's like a very community-based expo at the moment. So I was at the convention center, um, and just in one of the areas, not like the PAX takes up like 12 of these segments in the expo hall. This takes up one. Okay. That's your size difference, I guess. Um, but, you know, they had uh, some tabletop stuff there. They had uh, some video game tournaments there. They had a chess tournament there, which was actually a success at chess tournament. There was always people there. Playing really? chess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was something a bit different. What I did like, they had an artist alley, something that PAX doesn't have. So all artists all set up, etc. Oh, I um, missed that from PAXs of the past though. Yeah. Um you know, little things like that. They had a uh they had a small cosplay competition, they had a couple of panels. It was all in this one big room though. But you can see that that's the biggest thing I came and walked away from, there's a lot of potential for growth. Okay. At the end of the day. And, you know, you can't sit there and just have a crack at them because it's their first year, etc. You know, if it was their third or fourth year and they were still marketing it wrong and it was still tiny and all that, then you could give them a whack across the, the you know, head of a paper. I just, what confuses, like, the thing that comes to mind for me is why... I guess that's where the people are, but why it's in Melbourne? Like, I feel like there's there's room for another oh, gaming I think it's convention. Just where, I just think it's where the organizers are from. Yeah, man. I know. That's what I mean. Like, I get that, but it's still yeah. like a, a little up and coming, you know, game expo would really work almost anywhere else. You know, I feel like uh, literally in the same convention yeah. as PAX. I, the- I, I think they also, yeah, chose the wrong venue. There's yeah. a, a, a very nice venue over in Carlton where they do a lot of the Fringe shows at. Okay. Right? Um, they've actually had a Comic-Con there, I think, once years ago. But there's a, a good 
size open area. There's lots of little stage rooms, etc., where you could run panels for a first year or two to get the thing off the ground and market it as that grassroots community expo as well. You know, go all in on that marketing. You don't have to market it as a triple A expo. Go all in on the community grassroots aspect. Yeah, I mean, I guess that works, but the, the thing with PAX, as PAX is, that its point is it's the community. That's yeah, but what, it's not it's not grassroots anymore. No, but at all. I mean, not anymore. But that's that is still its pull. Like that's what made it different from, you know, the Tokyo Game Show or E3. hundred oh, percent. Its but, thing was. Yeah. being a community expo so it, it, i just find it so weird that they're doing this in melbourne in the convention center right where pax is but yeah. the, the one thing they got right was the timing of the year march yeah. was perfect was yep. absolutely perfect yep yep um, i'll give it to them. the weather was still nice um people were still sort of wanting that convention center hype again things like that yeah that's true that's true so yeah look there's a Plenty of room for growth. Look, I'd expect them next year to be in two of the areas at that packs take up. Oh, two, yeah. You know, so almost areas. doubling their size there, adding a lot more in over the over the days. Maybe even hire out a small theater room there for panels because it's better for panels to be in their own room rather than out in the expo floor. Um, and just little things like that, and then they can just tighten it up again and just grow it like that, like. Don't try and turbocharge. That's I guess that's the other thing I'm worried about. They might try and turbocharge it. Yeah, true. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Look, I'll tell you what, though. They didn't have the schmozzles that Crunchyroll Expo had. Oh, true. Did you go to that? The Crunchyroll Expo? Yeah. No, but I saw all the all the horrible things that happened there. Oh, no. With the, where, where, they oversold, where they oversold the tickets. Oof. So, they oversold the tickets uh-huh. by thousands. So there was thousands of people stuck outside. Oh, no. And it was a horrible Melbourne day and it was raining. Some people never even got into the show. Staff were told, if you leave, you won't be able to come back in because we're at capacity. That's how full they were. (laughs) What? So if you're working there, let's say we're doing a generosity there, and you went, you know what? I'm going to go get a um, uh, burger from Mary Wells across the road. Right? As you would. You walk out, you're not getting back in. Oh no one God. would let you back in because they're at capacity. Um, and then uh, there was all these other things like the the layout of the thing in there was horrible, supposedly. Uh, the music from their stage that they had in there was just rip, like just way too loud, like just stupidly loud. Uh, I don't know, just the whole thing sounds like an absolute mess. Like after that, Crunchyroll's actually not doing expos anymore. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't a Crunchyroll thing. It was it was a small, um, independent uh, convention that market itself a little wrong, but that's okay. There's you can fix that. I don't think they. I, I think afterwards, after people got over the initial shock of "oh, this is it," but people then enjoyed themselves, caught up with a lot of people, and that's what I did with my time. I had fun. I was happy. I guess so. Yep, yep. And you're like, all right, well, this is what this is now. Yeah, I get it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Oh, fair, fair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, yes. All right. So uh, that was expos we've been visiting, uh, which we'll have next time as well because I'm going to DreamHack. So we'll yes. have also expos we've been visiting next time. So I'll go through DreamHack, which is a different thing again, which is the big esports bonanza, which is at the tennis center here. And they go they go all out with that. Like That's an all-out event there. So That'll be a very different chat. 
That'll be a very, very different chat. <laughs> Let's talk about movies we've been watching. Oh, right. We're going to... Okay. Should we... Yeah. Or did you want to talk about games we've been playing and yeah, yeah. movies we've been watching? We'll get into the movie vibe. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, let's tell me about Legends because I do want to play that and oh. I've, I've just missed it. Uh, Minecraft Legends came out the other week. Yes. Uh, it's on Game Pass for people that have Game Pass. It's actually on all systems as well, I think. Sick. Uh, so what is it, is it? Because uh, there's so many Minecraft things. It's not okay. Minecraft Dungeons. No, no. So no. it's more of a strategy game in what like like not like age of empires though right okay so like rts uh, no but you can you control one character directly you run around one character okay you can build buildings you can mine resources okay then you can spawn troops that will follow you and then you can order the troops to attack okay but you're always controlling just the one character. So it's more like Brutal Legend. I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry, uh, listeners, that you had to hear that. Oof, that was disgusting. What? Oh, man. L- let me just quickly change my lame train real quick here. Okay. Callan hasn't C- played... Can I quote this tweet that I read out to you before? Bru- no, I'm joking. Yes, please. No, I'm not going to read that. Which um, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. Um, uh, Brutal, um, Legend. Brutal Legend is that one that Jack Black plays the main character and he's like a roadie in hell. Oh, okay. Very sort of... Man, you'll love it. I'm, it's cool that you haven't played it. Let's oh. chat on this later. But uh, it, okay, old yeah. school, it's kind of RTS, but like zoomed right in. You're Jack Black and kind of zooms out as you tell your groups of minions to go do things ah, for you okay well you, this doesn't zoom out or anything it, you're always around your character and that okay but you, you can call up with up to four people there's a campaign that you can play through and then you can play against other people online there's also monthly pardon me monthly challenges that they have as well okay so this one is the one that's at the moment is surviving 20 waves okay so you got to build up a, a town with defenses. And that's PvE waves or? PvE waves. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it, that's actually really, really fun. Uh, but yeah, they're going to have one of these challenges each month. They're going to make a, another level of different challenges. You know, so this one was a defense one. I'm assuming they'll eventually make offense ones, etc. Um, but yeah, it's got that Minecraft look and feel. Yeah, there's creepers and all that sort of stuff in the game that you'd expect in Minecraft, the zombies... You know, skeletons, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, okay, okay, um, cool. It's really fun. It's really easy to play. I've been playing with some other people. One of them, Corbs, who's done generosity stuff in the past. We actually went and set a, uh, a speed running record on it the other day. Wait, it's been out like a week you've set a record for it? Yeah. That's Probably because no one else has set records for it. I don't know. It feels like this is the hot time. How many it's like, were there? It's like we set ourselves a race and we're the only ones that race the race. <laughs> we're world champions now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, who is the fastest from this back door so to my driveway? In, in terms of... Okay, so there's a guy that's got the solo best time, but we did it in a group of three. And we set a group of three. So we're the three people world champion <laughs> So time. specific. I don't care. I've got a world champion belt again. It counts. It counts. Your second one. I guess you could call me a Minecraft legend now. I, oh, Come on. stop it. Stop it. <laughs> the people don't have time for this. I'm sorry, everyone. So I can say ex Tony Hawk champion, current Minecraft legend, legend. Oh, oh, yuck. Is that your next stream title? 
Wow. You ain't thinking see my Diablo 4 one. Wow, you guys catch no, him on twitch.tv slash game train twitch, you guys. This is going to um, be great. When Diablo 4 comes out, I'm actually going to put my, on the first day, put best um, uh, AU Diablo 4 player in the world. Oh my God. <laughs> Just Are you doing bait. it? Just the bait people. That's, I mean. <laughs> oh, I'm so scared for you. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Not gonna lie, I'm I'm worried. Oh, you're gonna have fun with these. You, I mean, I guess you gotta. Oh, uh, but no, look, Minecraft Legends is very fun. It's all ages game. Like some people could t get them into strategy games. Like it's it's you know what it's got that feel. You know Minecraft Dungeons, right? Yeah. When we played that, we're like, wow, this is like my first ARPG. Yeah. This is like my first strategy game. Okay, okay. So they really got that that formula down yeah like... very very simple game um but fun and easy to pick up sick you know? yeah because i i really had a great time with minecraft other thing mm -hmm. what was it called dungeon dungeons dungeons legends yeah you know gens mm -hmm. gens yeah, yeah i did have fun with it because it was so simple but it was really enjoyable Mm -hmm. Just the loop was satisfying. So is this same same vibe? Just yep. kind of easy to slide into and. Yep, yep. It's so easy. And nice. uh, we, we, we're finishing that. I've actually rolled credits now on fourteen games this year. Fourteen games. Yeah, and we're at what April? Wait. Oh, does that include Moonbase? Did you put Moonbase in? We, there was no credits to roll in that. Yeah, but we finished it. Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> I forgot really? about Moonbase. Really? That's gonna count. Well, he said we finished. There was nothing in the game to do. I don't think. I mean, the credits is NASA. That's the credits. I guess it's in the so. title. Moonbase uh, sucks, you guys. Sorry to talk about it. Yeah, it was funny. No, yeah, yeah. That's a fair few games already this year, which is good. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. in in month four. Yeah, it, it won't three times that. I won't be sitting at like thirty five games at the end of the year. Because I know it's going to slow down in the middle of the year. It's going to slow down at um, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Well, no, Star Wars, Tears of the Kingdom, and Diablo. And then no, I mean, it. the size of Tears of, of the Kingdom. Oh, it's going to slow yeah. right down. Unless I of... run straight to the end. Yeah, I hope you do. I hope you wow. waited six years to run straight to the end of Tears of the, of the Kingdom. Yeah, I don't really care about that game. Same. Dumb game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, any other games you want to talk about before we talk about movies? Yeah, okay, just real quick. I, I A thousand years later, I finally jumped into Sackboy A Big Adventure because it's on PS Plus now. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. I only heard Sack. Uh, you hear what you want. Uh, okay. it, was, it was very pretty, based on the Little Big Planet main character, Sackboy. And it, Little Big Planet is all about sort of creating your own levels and using the bits and pieces you find to make your own worlds. But then there is a campaign you play through, largely 2D. This is just an adventure game, and it's mostly in 3D, but not fully 3D. It feels more like the Crash Bandicoot style of 3D, where you're going sometimes 2D, sometimes 3D, but it's, it's within a boundary. And you're not running around a big sort of level like Mario 64 or anything like that. But it's, it looks great. A lot of collectibles. There's there's quite a bit of challenge. Amazing music, which they've always had great music in the Little Big Planet franchise. But I just found myself turning it up and listening to the songs while I was playing. It was just 
they don't even sound like video game songs. They sound so cool. Uh, but yeah, the graphics look really good. I think this has been out since launch. Was this a launch title for the PS5? I don't know. I think it was kind of at least close to launch, launch window. But this is on PS5 and PS4. It felt like playing a 3D version of Yoshi's Crafted World. Everything's kind of made by like handcrafted things that have been, you know, kind of reused as, as different worlds. Like the clouds are cotton wool and whatnot, but very creatively done. And it just looks fantastic. There's a French guy in the shops where you buy your cosmetics. Does he sell baguettes? His name is Zoom Zoom. No, he doesn't. He's not problematic. Uh, his name is Zoom Zoom, and he sells just all the clothes and stuff. And there's so many free outfits that you can already get at, on the PlayStation Store. One of them was, they're all themed from different games, you know, uh, Horizon, Forbidden West, and all that kind of stuff. There's some from The Last of Us. You can get Ellie and Joel and all that. Uh, I got one with Silence, and I added angel wings on him, and I thought it was really cool. Oh, no, just I'm going to pay some now. respects. Yeah, it was, it was really sweet, and it, it just felt really cool. Um, so that was really nice. Really enjoyed my time with Sackboy so far. And another game I jumped into, which this felt just like what happened to us with The Messenger, but it was Loop Hero, where people have been no, telling I, us... I played that on release. Oh, did you? Yep. Did you enjoy? No. Ah, I've been having an excellent time with Loop Hero. Absolutely adore it. Well, did I watch a video on it? I can't remember now. Ah, we should give it a little go if you don't remember it. But uh, I, I had a Walker Tetris Ranger, my bass player, come over to help me do some music stuff for Lyrical. And I was like, hey, just try this real quick. And then we played Loop Hero for about three hours instead of getting anything done. He was immediately hooked. I jumped on Game Pass. And then that night, after the, doing it on Game Pass for free... I was lying in bed going, you know what I could be doing? Loop Hero on Switch. So I re-bought mm. it on Switch. It's just so fun. It's another one of those um, kind of inactive management games, I guess, like, and, and a, a roguelite inactive management game like Vampire Survivors, where you're not actually attacking. You just choose the kind of equipment that you're wearing, and then you let the game sort of work it out for you. But it's you play... As the title suggests, you play in a big old loop. It's, it's done in like, oh, I want to say 8-bit graphics or something. Very old school graphics, uh, which looked just absolutely hideous to me when I first looked at it. Which is kind of why I didn't jump in. But then playing it, it's very charming. All the tiles have their own setup. Even in black and white, you can tell the difference. And the more you play, the more you fall, fall in love with the aesthetic. And basically, you, you go around it in this loop of squares that create a world for yourself and every time you fight a random enemy you can unlock new tiles that you can put in front of yourself like a graveyard or a forest or a swamp and when you pass that you collect things like in the forest you collect wood in the graveyard you collect stone and so on and each time you go to a loop you can choose to go back to your camp or not and build it bigger using all the materials that you found and then you can then create the loop again and make it more challenging but to get yourself you know, more things to help you build and unlock things like a, a farm or a kitchen or a blacksmith. And you unlock the blacksmith and he lets you do things like start the loop again, but this time with a shield and a sword. So you have a bit of an advantage. And it just was so interesting to, uh, 
to see how that game works. And I was very fascinated. There's a card system and a whole thing, but it's on Game Pass. Jump in and check it out if you're curious. But yeah, um, that was me. Yeah, sweet. I just started downloading it on my PC through Game Pass. Thank you, Carl. Yay. I hope you like it. I can't wait to talk to you Actually, about I'll it. Actually, I'll do it after this because I don't want to interfere with the recording. Yep, sick. It'll probably yep. take eight <laughs> seconds. <laughs> it's true. so yeah, small. True. Uh, all right, on to the movies we've been watching. Movies we've been watching. All right, so we watched the Tetris movie, which you can get at the moment on Apple TV. Apple TV Plus. Um, so Tetris, we all know what Tetris is. It's that 1980s game, with the little blocks that fall down the screen and you make lines. That's what the movie is for, 90 minutes. Yep, just, and they go, hey, and the other one goes, hey, watch out for that guy. And the bad guy is like one of the Z shapes and the hero is the, the L, the long line, <laughs> not the L. That's sorry, right. The no, it's so, uh, the Tetris movie, the, uh, when they announced it was like Tetris movie, well, when I looked into it, yeah, it made sense. It's about how Nintendo acquired the rights for the video game Tetris, which they distributed en masse with the Game Boy back in the um, back in the eighties. Uh, and it's yeah. quite an interesting story in that um, it had to it involved Russia, where the game was uh, originally developed, um, and this was after you know the Soviet Union had fallen, etc. And Americans really still weren't welcome there i think it was still before you think yeah it still hadn't fully fought like the no not quite yeah i think it's right at that cusp right okay i think is, is where it is which is what makes it such an interesting it's like it's almost as if it's a an excuse to show a bit of that ah, it's so weird like the backdrop is tetris but it's not yeah which which i found super interesting and i, I think that's why there was such a big deal and i found it also interesting that it wasn't about like the creation of Tetris because it had already been distributed and invented when the movie starts. Yes. It was just about trying yeah, to no, get you, it for You're Nintendo. right. The Soviet Union collapsed in the last quarter of 1991. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I think that's what the tension was, that it was still yeah. kind of a thing and Americans were still the enemy. Oh, it's so exciting. I didn't expect it to be such a tense movie the story of tetris is already i think there's a there's a bunch of sort of write-ups and mini docos that you can find on youtube which are already so interesting but um mm -hmm. yeah I, I i went in kind of you know with my expectations in check it was just a tv movie on apple tv plus it's about tetris how much could they do but i found myself glued to the screen from start to finish except for a few Really questionable green screen elements. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, besides that, th like, there were some scenes where it just looked a bit, definitely looked a bit TV movie, which is forgivable, you know, because I didn't go to the movies for it. And it wasn't yeah. one of those ones on Apple TV that you also have to pay extra. So it's it's included in your subscription. But I had a, I had a great time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I didn't overstay its welcome or anything like that. It was a very interesting story. Um, and especially, I think, around just the rights of media in general around that time as well. Yes. That, like, there was a guy that used to travel the world that would go to different countries and buy the rights to their games on different platforms, whether it was, like, home console or arcade etc. And then on-sell those to other companies back in the West sort of thing, uh, which I thought was quite interesting as well. 
And then, of course, yeah, the story of this, you know, he bought these rights for this Tetris game, but didn't actually have the handheld rights. So then it was a big scramble for everyone to get handheld rights. Um, Which they didn't even know handheld was a thing yet. Yeah, until Nintendo were like, we're making the Game Boy. And they're like, oh my god, the Tetris would be amazing on this. Which, of course, it was. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of, oh, I don't know, it was just interesting, like, knowing that, like, other things that come from, like, the sort of, like, Eastern Europe in that way, from, like, a guy just going around looking at different games. Yes, and it's interesting because it's not that far in the past, and a lot of the characters, if not all of them, are still around, and you can see interviews with them and look up articles about them, like the creator of Tetris uh, and uh, the guy that found the rights for it. They, they are both still, in fact, best friends and go around on tour doing interviews together about this exact adventure, which is just insane. Mm. Yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, really good. You obviously know how it's going to end because, yes. you know, Nintendo obviously had the right, so, so it wasn't no big twist ending or yeah, yeah. surprise ending or whatever. It was just interesting seeing, uh, I guess, everything they went through just to get rights of this of this very simple video game that became absolutely massive. Yep, yep. Spoilers, they, yeah, they got the rights. Oh, my God, never listen to Game Train again. What? what? Game Boy back in the 80s. What? Titanic Sinks? What? Whoa. But yeah, no, it's really good. Like if you've got Apple TV, or you don't even have to have it, you can sign up for a week's membership, not pay a cent, uh, and watch it on there. Go do it. Go check it out if you're looking for something to watch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And that was the games we've been playing, the expos we've been visiting, and the movies we've been watching. Perfect. All right, Carl. We should go on to our on our, our re- review this week. Oh my goodness! Yes, we should. Uh, all right, let's uh, roll out that review music. Where am I? <laughs> Ooh, fresh meat for the grinder. Pay him no heed. He is cute, but he is. There's got to be a way out of here. There's no escape. The only hope is the sweet relief of death. Whoa! Oh, you've got to be kidding me! <laughs> My army! Koopas! Koopas! Whatever those things are! Alright, so, we are reviewing Super Mario Bros. movie. Hey! That, that's right. Back in 1993, two Brooklyn plumbers, Mario and Luigi, must travel to another dimension to rescue a princess from the evil dictator, King Koopa, and stop him from taking over the world. This still checks out. That movie might have There's been in pretty much the same synopsis. Yeah. Because I think it's kind of based around the 90s still, right? Well, this one... Okay, so the Super Mario Bros. movie, right, is um, uh, co-directors Aaron Horvath and Michael Yelenik. I don't know how to pronounce either of those names. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It, it was produced at, uh, by Illumination Entertainment, which is uh, like a... Uh, a thing, a oh god, they've done like the um, those movies with those things. Wow, you know, are the minions? The, yes, the, <laughs> yes, the min. God, the minion movies, etc. Oh. So they do animation movies there. So they've uh, oh, a couple of years ago, guys. They, yeah, they, yeah. they they got the rights to do a Mario Brothers movie with direct involvement from uh, uh, Mr. Miyamoto. 
Yeah. So we, we knew it was going to be in the right hands. So this movie, Super Mario Brothers movie, is uh, while on a plumbing job underneath Brooklyn. <laughs> I feel like it's the <laughs> same thing I wrote out. Brothers Mario and Luigi are sucked into the Mushroom Kingdom through a warp pipe. Oh my Pretty goodness. much the same thing. Yep. Um, where And then, you know, um, they're uh, embroiled in King Coopers or Bowser, <laughs> the king of the Coopers, yep. uh, plan uh, to sort of take over the world, married a princess. Well, he really wants to just marry a princess in this. He really Not does. really take over, over the world. Yeah. Um, and they go on a big adventure from there, pretty much. It's almost the same setup as the original. It really is so, close. Yeah, uh, it's a very fun animated movie um, for kids and adults alike. Adults would probably get a lot of the soldier out of it. Kids would just think it's a fun animated adventure. Yeah, it is. It is right down that middle, like, which I found interesting because, as you, you, if if you've looked into it at all on the internet or heard any kind of reviews going around, a lot of the big thing is that not much of a story, but everything. The funny part is usually the story is what gets the adults in an in an animated movie like a Pixar or Disney movie. The kids are there for the the fun sort of slapstick humor and the fun characters, and then the adults are there for the story. And you'd think if there's no story, there's nothing for the adults. But because this is so specifically nostalgic and uh, like a 1985 throwback from and and all the other Mario's in between even without a very strong story there's something there's so much for the kids and the adults so it's just I don't know it, it was so much fun for me yeah it was um oh god it's like you know this is the first time we've actually ever reviewed a movie on here so this is quite different because we normally talk about gameplay and all this sort of stuff yeah we're talking about a 90 minute movie because it's only 90 minutes and you know what i didn't mind that it was a shorter length no we went to the cinema bang walked out like it was very yeah. they packed it easy. in though they hey. did not need a three hour movie no god if this had been three hours i don't think i could have done it um <laughs> yeah, can't yeah, do, yeah yeah can't do those anymore but um Look, it was a simple setup movie, but then they did play on the nostalgia factor of like, and like every scene, it's like, oh my god, would you look at that? That's like a reference to this Mario thing. Yeah. And then the next one, oh my god, would you look at that? It's a reference to this. So you got a bunch of characters, and you got Mario. He was voiced by Chris Pratt. Yep. Luigi was voiced by Charlie Day. Uh, Bowser by Jack Black, which was excellent. Um, so they got big names to voice these characters as well, rather than unknown voice actors, etc. Um, which for a lot of us going in, we didn't know how that was going to actually go. Yeah, really. Like it's one of those things. Like, would you have you'd preferred neutral voice actors who you didn't know voicing these favorite characters, all these famous people that we know their voices, etc. And people were like, oh my God, Chris Pratt. Well, at the end of the day, I didn't really even notice it was Chris Pratt voicing Mario. Nah, I think they um, all nailed it. Yeah, like for, for Mario, he didn't go overboard with the Mamma Mia. Like, okay, there's little references to that every now and then. Yeah. But it wasn't full squeaky voice Mario, like just smashing out Italian puns, etc. the whole time, you know? Yeah, which it just, it just wouldn't have worked in this no. setup. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I, yeah, um, and Jack yeah. Black stole the show. Like, yeah. I think Jack Black as Bowser was absolutely excellent. He just, it really fit, especially when you see like, he he fits into that personality so much more, especially in later games, like in in um say, what is that that um, Mario, three D, land 
that one when you first fight Bowser, he's in like this big muscle car with flames on the side, and you know he just he is very rock and roll. And it's just such, Jack Black was perfect. He did this like gravelly voice, even when he, he, he has the song in there, which is now nominated and all, like it's an award-winning song already. It's all over Spotify. Mm -hmm. um, that was, and I loved seeing that Charles Martinet, the original voice of Mario was in the movie as well. As well, again, that does roles. One, of, like, one of those things that if you know, it's there sort of thing. But if you don't, you know, it just goes over your head sort of thing. But it was like these nostalgia things like all over in the background. It's just tiny little nostalgia things here and there. Like the names of like in, in the Brooklyn scenes, like the name of some of the places, et cetera, all references to old Nintendo games and things like that. Yep. yep. Uh, then even in the Mushroom Kingdom itself, there were so many references there, like to Luigi's Mansion, you know, um, Yoshi's Island, uh, all these different um, Easter eggs. Easter eggs. Yeah, it, was it was great. It was throwing them at you so quick too. It really was, and not just in the visuals, but also in the music. A lot. The music would change. You know, where they go downstairs and it does a do 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 do, and all that. Yeah, like just, and it doesn't sort of like overstay its welcome in just that as well. It just does it in little bits and pieces, just enough. When you see a fish, it does a little bit of the underwater theme, but then it changes back into something. the The soundtrack was unbelievable, um, e even if for. Holding out for a hero, Bonnie Tyler's song was was in Mario and Tetris. Uh, so I hope you really like Holding Out for a Hero, because that is in both the movies that we are reviewing today, as far as the uh, the soundtrack goes. But yeah, the original soundtrack in Mario was just excellent, like ten out of ten, easy, fantastic. Mm -hmm. So many cues, uh, bits and pieces, even going into the 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 Kong jungle or whatever they called it. Instead of Donkey Kong Country, the name's right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they went and got the Kong Army, which has never been mentioned ever before. Never even one time. And Cranky yeah. Kong's the king somehow. Yeah, so they changed a lot of stuff with Donkey Kong stuff. Yeah. You know, made up their own sort of thing there, which is fine, I guess. Um, They're the boss. You know, there isn't really a plot. The plot is so simple, it moves so fast. Yeah, just say, please don't go in this for the plot. Go in for a laugh and some memories. And it is, it is just a wonderful, it's kind of like a very long music video, you know, where they have those plots, quote unquote, and, you know, stuff just happens and it's cool. And then it's the end and you're like, that was cool. That's kind yeah. of this. Um, another thing I didn't like was they did after credit scenes. Please stop doing this movies. Yeah. You know, you roll call. the credits. I want to go to the bathroom. Yes. And they do two of them. They do too. I had to Google and I'm like, oh man. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, like movies have been doing this in the Marvel days for years. Please, other movies, don't. Just don't. Just let it go. Like, I know it's a way of people to see all the credits and things like that. But if people want to watch the credits, people will stay and watch the credits. That's true. Another, like, another thing you can do is what they... The Marvel movies do it and some of the Pixar movies do it as well, but only for the first half where they make the credits like animated and fun and interesting and, and kind of show like background here's what's happening after the story while mm. the credits are kind of flying around and that looks interesting enough it doesn't need like an end of credit stuff i know that's a lot of work but yeah that's kind of uh, enough of a pull to keep me sitting in there and watching so maybe just do that but or put the i don't know i miss just the twist being the twist like add the after credits scene at the end of the movie do the end, everyone's happy, and then it fades to black, but then it fades back quickly. 
so we can yeah. we get to see the thing and go. It's oh! the same thing. It is it's the same thing. But quicker. You just don't you... make us sit there for another ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get. It. I, I mean, I yeah. get respecting the uh, the creators and everyone involved as well. But also, like, you got to respect our bladders. Sometimes we hold it throughout the movie so we don't mm-hmm. miss anything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, give us your final thoughts on the score of the movie since we've never scored a movie before. We've never scored a movie. This one's, you know, it was tricky. I tried to just kind of throw numbers around for, for different aspects, you know. So I think I ended on about an 8 out of 10 because I, I think I gave it a 4 for the story, 10 for the music and soundtrack, 10 for the visuals. Looks fantastic. Easter eggs. A solid 9 for the cast because I just think they knocked it out of the park you know uh but yeah the, the story it was like, yeah meh. so i'd give it like a solid eight out of ten yeah yeah i think eight's about right i mean like they they sped through so many things in that movie as well at times like god i can't i don't want to spoil bits but there are some bits that are just like Here's a troubling situation. Oh, wait, they're out of it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, things like this, the pacing was a bit strange at times. Yeah. I felt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I, I liked the I liked how they had a like Mario and Luigi in the normal world and then they go into the Mushroom Kingdom sort of thing. I did like that. Yeah, yeah. It was very cool. Yeah. Um, like the original Mario Brothers movie. But like, because, you know, in the video games, they're just there, you know? Yeah. They're just there. Yeah. There's a lot so, of questions. Where did Peach so, come from and stuff like that, which is yeah. I'm a bit interested in. The story, you know what it felt like? It felt like a D&D game where you make it up as you go a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably that. And you're um, doing your best to make it make sense, but you're also like, uh-oh. Yeah. Now there's yeah. Mario Kart. But I felt <laughs> at times they weighed way too hard into nostalgia and, hey, look at this thing. Rather than trying to make their own identity coming out the other side of the movie as well. Yeah, true. So, like, imagine, like, the next Mario game. You go, oh, there's a reference to the Mario movie. Yeah. Well, yep. I wouldn't notice any of those references, really, because it didn't have any of its own identity. So, speaking of which, now that now that they're both out, the first yeah. Mario movie or the first Sonic movie, what's a better movie? Well, Sonic was way better than the 1993 Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> These two new They're diff they're very different. They are very different. They are They are so different. I, know, like, but- I love I love Sonic 2. I thought Sonic 2 was bloody awesome. Yes, but the first Sonic movie, first Mario movie. Like the first you know, the uh, the first new Mario movie. Like the Mario movie. You reckon I I'm still leaning Sonic as a movie. Uh, but but then I preferred the second Sonic movie over the Mario movie. Right, right, right. Uh, full yeah. disclosure, oh, I, 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 haven't, I, lo- I haven't seen I the, second the second one. one. Second one is really, really, really Okay, good. I'm excited because I, yeah. I already enjoyed the first one more than yeah. I thought I would. Yeah. Um, no, so you'd I, go I, Mario I, I, over it? Just, just. Okay. Probably, ju- only... <sighs> I mean, they're damn, both, Jim, they're both Jim, kind Jim of Jim Carrey corny. was so damn good in that as well. Yeah, and I, just I, like Jack like, Black was in this. True, true. It's like a, it's almost a one-two. I know they're so different. One is like, you know, live action, and yeah, but they're both movies, right? About these iconic characters, and they're both yeah. kind of. But they're both done kids. very differently. Imagine flipping them and having a animated Sonic nostalgia trip versus Mario popping into the real world. That would be a weird thing, man. It wouldn't work because Mario is you can't no. you can't make that work because he's a human and it <laughs> yeah, would just be confusing. Uh, yeah. 
It'd be strange, wouldn't it? It'd have to be a dimension thing. Like, in his dimension, that's what humans look like. It'd yeah, be a whole I, universe I, 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 thing. It, it's a whole lot of other problems. But nah. yeah, look, I, I give the Mario movie an eight. I think it's yep, a yep, fine 90-minute yep. jump around. Um, if they nice. do a sequel, which I think they will, um, I'd like to see it get a bit more, as I said, its own identity. We've done the nostalgia thing now. Come out the other side and, and then throw something into a Mario game that I'll go, oh my God, that's from the movie. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I wonder what they're going to do with this movie, if they're going to include oh, some I of this Oh, I guess the stuff. only thing, the, the thing that this movie came with its own identity is the Peaches song. So if that popped up in a Mario game, I'd go, that's from the movie. Yeah, true, true. Bowser so, just starts singing yeah. that. But th- that's what I meant. There wasn't enough of of, of its own identity being made. Like I, I get the nostalgia and I'm fully on board with it. But... At the same time, sometimes you got to come up with some new stuff as well to throw in there too. You know what could be interesting that they could put in a game, which I don't know how it would go, but is if they made a game voiced. Not the same actors, but you know, if now because they've done it in the movie, if like Bowser, at least something like just Bowser spoke or Toad. Well, they kind of have in Mario RPG. Yeah, but voiced. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting now that they have like a kind of tone to work with. They they probably couldn't get Jack Black in a game again. Yeah, they could. Maybe. They'd go, Jack, do you want to do yeah, this? Yeah, he thing? probably would. It'd, it'd be straight <laughs> up yeah. there. You know, never mind. Let's do it. Jack Black as Bowser in yeah. a game. Yeah, yeah. Easy, easy stuff. But, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, strange. it's damn strange reviewing a movie. You've got 90 minutes to talk about without spoiling anything. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's fun. I like it. Yeah, we should do more. Right, Hopefully, so there's more game do movies. Movie train podcasts from now on. Let's go. Well, I mean, there's D and D. That's about it. I can't think of any more sort of gamey yeah, type of movies that are coming out. No, nah, no thanks. We'll skip that one. What D and D looks great? Are you kidding me? For D and D fans, sure. Wow, man. D and D fans are RPG fans. Mm, a little different. Oh my god! We'll talk about <laughs> this in the car, honey. <laughs> and that was the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> All right, uh, on to the end of the episode where. Where we can promo ourselves real quick Yay. before lame love and hype train stuff. So yeah, you can find me on Twitch, uh, Game Train Twitch. Come and follow also on the uh, uh, socials uh, at Game Train Talk as well. Uh, follow us on there as well. Yes, trying to build the numbers um, and Instagram. T- to be honest, my growth's very slow on both at the moment. It'd be lovely to get some more numbers going on both. So jump on across on those. Drop a follow. Say hi. If you're not already following, of course, don't unfollow, then refollow, because that's just a bit strange. Mm, that's, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, where, where would they find you? Uh, well, before that, if, if you do have a second, it'd be really super awesome if you could leave us a review. That really super helps us reach more people. Um, if, you know, that or just share it with your friends. And we're trying to climb up a little bit, get a little bit of clout. You know how it is for the game train. Uh, but you can find me specifically, The Lyrical, mostly making music on YouTube or Spotify. Just search The Lyrical. Um, and you can find, or just thelyrical.com. Everything will be on there. But for my Twitch streams, 
I'm on twitch.tv slash the underscore lyrical. I stream every Tuesday and Wednesday, 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. I do some multiplayer gaming and some live music. So come and uh, say hello. Throw some figurative tomatoes at me. All right. Uh, cool. Uh, let's move on to the lame love and hype train. First up, we have the lame train. <laughs> All right, what's your lame train this week? Well, Callan hasn't played Brutal Legend. <coughs> okay, yep. Yep, that's it. Uh, yep. But also some of Callan's fake wins on Sumo last week. What? I wrote those down. as Yeah, some, got some real fake wins in Sumo. A lot of fake wins I wasn't happy with so much. Callan won so, so, too much. You've been asking me for months to come back and play Sumo. I didn't think you were going to be still good at it. <laughs> it was very embarrassing. I won. I won one good ending when it was just you versus me at the end there. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Uh, but yeah, some yucky. I, every time I lost, I got grumpy and wrote it down in these notes, and I was like, "Lame trade." Kellen won again. Wow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, now I don't know if you're going to mention it, and I hope you do. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll chime in um, for your lame train, and I'll leave that there. What's yours? What am I mentioning? In I my don't know. Train? I don't know. I'm just hoping. Oh, uh, Diablo 4 server slam weekend. <laughs> oh, shit. I Blizzard, you've that. messed up. You've messed up, Blizzard. You've, you've messed, messed up. up. You've messed up, Blizzard. Come on. Who, do, who releases that on, on a Zelda weekend? Any game. I don't care about... Yeah, you're right. I don't care about category or genre. No. Nah, I get it's a beta or whatever. Stay away. Do it the week before, you idiots. The week before is empty. There is nothing. You want as many people looking in. You're going to lose so many people looking in because they're going to be like, I'm on Zelda this weekend. Not Why the fuck would I do a that? fucking chance. No way. Yeah. Sorry. We've already played open beta. We don't need to log in again. It's Tears of the Kingdom. Like, if, if, if there hadn't have already been an open beta, okay, maybe. Maybe people would have gone, all right, let's go have a look. Yes, yes. They've already had a look. Do it the weekend before if you want to test your server and go, hey, everyone, come in. It's also Mother's Day weekend. Oh, my goodness. Well, in Australia. Now, uh, sorry? In Australia, at least, right? And America. So we share Mother's Day weekends. Oh, we do. So they're, they're an American so? company. Oh, my God. So, again, they know this crap. Wait, I'll double check that. I'm going to double check that. I know it's different Mother's in France Day. because my mum always yeah, demands another Mother's Day because she's yeah, French. Uh, same in England. Yeah. Uh, same in England because when I was there and everyone's like, it's Mother's Day. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, no, so um, yeah, 14th of May is, is Mother's Day here and in the States. Wow, Blizzard. Come on. And, I, and they've gone, oh, but it's like Lilith and Mother's Day. No. No. Don't try and market around Mother's Day. No. Shut up. Because, again, people are going to be with their mums as well. What a stupid weekend to put your stupid beta on. No. Do it the weekend before. There is nothing. Nothing. Perfect time. Not even Ryan's wedding. Wow. You know what? There should be uh, the weekend before, though. What? Which I think was uh, may have been one of your lame trains before. That's when Jedi should have come out. What? <laughs> I'm still baffled that it's not coming out on May the 4th. I'm still baffled. I'm, yeah, I'm okay. baffled. It's a week Wait, later. is that what you were hoping my lame train was going to no, be? No, I was hoping it's going to be $100 plus for Dead Island 2. Oh, no. God, no, no, no. And, this is Diablo 4 on, um, on Zelda weekend and Ryan's wedding. Oh, my. And Ryan's wedding. It's Ryan's yeah. wedding, guys. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's so, that's a yeah. good one. That's a great one. No, it's I I'm, I'm actually baffled. I think, I'm, I think their marketing department's fucked up on this one. I think they must have just pressed the wrong like, week. Like I, I get the week, the following week is too close to launch for whatever reason, right? Sure. That's, the week before, though, I think you're still scraping in there for a full server stress test. And I think you get a lot more people the week before. Or do what you did with the other beta and have it over to two weeks. I fuck it. I don't know. I give up. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Or join it. Or you know, join it. Do it the do it like three days before the early release, and just you know, roll it Wait, in. So so it's a super early release. Just a beta, like an, oh, an absolute on, mess, man. and then close nah. it for twenty four hours and go. All right, we're on, boys. Let's nah. go. No, nah. no. Nah. All right, all right. Let's move on to our love train. All right, what what are you loving this time? Well, sumo with Callan. I loved it. It was so fun to finally have you in there. I I have a ball playing sumo. It's just like such a great outlet. And just every time we try and do a different thing for Team Up Tuesday, every time it's like, okay, that was okay. So sumo. And then, or, or, or you mess it up and go, all right, we'll do Minecraft Legends. Like, bro, it's not out until 4 a.m. Wednesday morning. And I go, sumo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or even, no matter what we do, even if it's something fun, like Mortal Kombat or, um, you know, Mario Kart, once we've done a few tracks, we're like, okay, that was cool, sumo, and it's just so much fun. It's just, I don't know what it is about the formula or the gameplay loop, but it's just a really simple thing. But finally doing it with Kellen, it was really fun having you in there. It was, it was cool and just having a laugh. I even tried to use it as a way to get Lantre in. I was like, hey, come play sumo. And then I wrote back and go, come kill Kellen with me, question mark? But mm. it didn't work. Yeah, where is he hibernating? He must be because we celebrated Hagaladin's two years of stream here. He didn't turn up. Not even, and it was here in my garage. We did yeah. it right here, and we streamed it live. And Brianna Grace was here. I don't know what else you could possibly need to summon Lantre, yep. but still nothing. All uh, right, uh, my love train is cloud gaming on Xbox. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So I was uh, messing around with Game Pass here the other night on my PC through the app. I saw Cloud Gaming. I went, oh. and I just started going through. Realized, I, this is so dumb. I don't know why I haven't done this before. And people go, oh, you're an idiot. But you can go into Cloud Gaming on here through the app and just start streaming the game straight away, like from the cloud. Don't have to install nothing. Instantly boots up, bang, off you go. Now, it doesn't look as good as it normally does when it's fully downloading that because it's just streaming off the net. But if you want to jump into a game and test something for 10 minutes on Game Pass without downloading it, this is what you do. Jump in there, give it 10 minutes and go, oh yeah, that was pretty fun. I'm going to download that now. Or if it's not, don't download it. Move on. So cool. Like, it's the best way to just test something out yeah. in like two seconds. Just to get the vibe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Or if there's something random, you're like... Well, I was sitting here, I'm like, I'm just going to randomly just boot up cricket. So I just boot up cricket through it, you know, wow. or, or other random games like Skate 3. I was like going through, I'm like, oh, there's Skate 3. I'm boot that up through cloud gaming. Jumped on that for 15 minutes. Like, you know, it's fun. That's good. That is really it's cool. Easy. It works. It's it just easy. works. Yeah. It just works. But it's like, if you uh, like, and I thought afterwards, yeah, that's the best way to just, if you want to test out something, there's like six games coming to Game Pass this week. And you're like... Uh, I can't really be bothered downloading all that. Jump on cloud gaming, just cycle through them in 
30 minutes and be like, oh yeah, I'll grab uh, that one there. The rest, I don't need to play. Yep. Yeah, so perfect for that. All right. No, great uh, let's roll on to Hype Train. <laughs> All right, what are you hype for, Carl? It's Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, they keep, they keep releasing trailers. The new trailer came out, not just the deep dive gameplay, but they dropped another trailer, which was like a... What, a two and a half minute trailer and it just looks mm-hmm. it looks so good i'm so in i'm so excited for tears of the kingdom i'm just i'm ready to get lost i'm ready to mess with physics i'm ready to go on adventure i'm ready to explore those floating islands i'm ready to like unlock whatever mysteries that game has mm. for the next however many years it's just so close i'm yeah i'm i'm super super hyped for that right now fantastic I'm hyped for Jedi Survivor, which is out this week. What game is that? Sorry, again? Uh, Jedi Survivor. Jedi. Is it? The, the Star Wars. Star Trek? Game. Oh, Star Wars. Yeah, okay. Star Wars game. Yeah, this that's week? right. Because we're, we're reviewing it next week, Carl. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, okay. And then you can be hyped for Tears of the Kingdom then. That's when you're supposed to save it for that episode. I know. I'm hyped now because there's nothing in the future until that. Oh, what? How can you not be hyped for this game? You get lightsabers. You vroom, vroom. I vroom, vroom. And the it's last like Jedi Dark game. Souls. It's like Dark Souls, man. <laughs> but because you get a lightsaber, it's Light Souls. No, Dark Side Souls. Uh, no, it looks really good. <laughs> it looks great. It does. It looks visually Play awesome. it on easy. I will. I'll be playing it on, like, whatever the most story mode story there is. I'll- uh, I think, like, last time I went with hard mode off the bat. This time I'm just going to do normal because I can't be bothered. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm taking that energy but going down to, like, I think there is, like, a story mode. Like, so easy that it's just... Just go and have a look at the sites because I it does look fantastic, and I still need to go back to the old one because I did. A friend of mine was telling me that there was some sort of story mode if you just can't be bothered with the challenge, but want to discover yeah. all the characters and the planets and the lore, which all looks just so wonderful. Mm-hmm. So I am curious. So I think I might jump in and do that. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. But yeah, no, that's what I am excited for this week as I patiently wait for Diablo to release. Yay, Diablo. Yay, yay, it's coming. It's not long now. Not long. Soon I'll be saying next month in a couple of days. I know. I know, next month. Wow, there's so much coming. Oh, do you play much BlazBlue? Did you ever play BlazBlue, the fighting game? Excuse me? BlazBlue. No. It's like a anime 2D fighting game, Street Fighter-esque, but like Mm -hmm. 2D sprites. Really cool. Ah. No. All right, well, one of the BlazBlue games is on Game Pass on Thursday. Uh, so, you know, maybe come and beat me up. We'll see. We'll see. Or I might be too busy with my lightsaber. Boom, boom. No, it's the day before. Uh, the day before is an out to the uh, end of the year. Okay. No, no, who's on first? Huh? <laughs> no, nothing. Love you. The day before, we'll be getting a beta, as we said in news. Oh, uh, yep. It will, maybe. I don't believe that's a real thing. <laughs> no, I don't need that. And keep watching, just keep watching this story unfold throughout the year. And if it is a real thing, it's gonna look like absolute ass. <laughs> it is the best story, though. It keeps going, especially since they're like, okay, now you're gonna get a beta, and everyone's like, when? And they're like, when we announce it, and everyone's like, what? Stop! Fucking just let it go, guys. <laughs> just call it's it, just. Favorite 
It's my favourite story of this year file, in gaming. It's so good. File for bankruptcy and just because get it, it on. What makes it so good is that no one's paid money yet. So no one's getting ripped off, right? Yeah. It's just, it's, it just feels like this scam. That's just, we're going to hear it every couple of months. There's a bit of news like this that trickles out. And we all go, really, guys? Are they getting shares or something? Like, what is... Oh, no, they released a um, another clip the other day. Oh, God. Of a spa bath in the game. Okay. Like, what is this? Oh. Like, what are you doing? I don't know, like, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the best story. Like, I can't wait for Game of the Year episode where we can just go, right, so this is what happened with this game over the last 12 months. My God! <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, all right, we'll we'll wrap it up there, folks. We'll be back. The next episode will be uh, all about Jedi Survivor. Well, I would have played it. Carl might not have. I, I will have, have looked at it. Might have had a cry over the gameplay again. I don't know. Big old wah. Um, and then uh, yeah, yeah, we'll be doing that. We'll be doing vroom vrooms with the Star Wars. All right, until then, folks, have a good one. Peace out, this has been Game Train. Bye.